0: Welcome to Living From Heaven, number nine. We're almost done with our 10 part in the series. So I just want to say thank you. You're investing in your future. And you're investing in my future. And for that, I love it. So I just wanted to say thank you and I appreciate that. Our main topics are going to be the thrones and trading. And obviously I have a few nuggets to share right out of the shoot. But first, it's interesting timing and I haven't uh, shared exact dates or anything like that, but it is late August in 2021. So I'm assuming this is gonna be watched later. We're in the midst of the new, uh, I think they call it Delta uh, variant on that. And it's a little, Initially, I don't know that I'd be teaching this right now, but I want to be raw and open. And so some things have happened in my life. Just recently, my grandfather passed away, who was uh, almost 97, and he was very close to me. And it's just been a long process of, of really feeling and contemplating and allowing all that to work through me. It's a joy, yes, but I want it to be real with who I am, so uh, I've been a little inward focused recently. And then in the midst of that, uh, all this happened yesterday, was uh, I'm a school teacher at this moment and found out uh, there were some uh, dictates, I guess you'd say, uh, new rules, and they came out. And and I don't want to get into all the details, it's kind of long. However there was a potential I would lose my job uh, because I wasn't abiding by and going to abide by certain rules, irrelevant of what they are. But I had already made a, a decision in my heart that I was going to draw the line at a certain point. And so the reason I'm sharing that is I truly thought yesterday that I would be losing my job. And I had to come to peace with that and to understand who am I What am I doing here? Do I really live for my job? And it's not a great time to be looking for jobs and trying to do other things, uh, especially in my situation. And so what was really, I guess, amazing to me was that all these things that I'm talking to you about, I used. And it's part of me. And what I loved by the end of the day, it was exhausting because I was processing things, but to be able to work through those things and at the end of the day say, who am I? Who is my provider? And all those things. It's easy to just talk about it, but when you're actually in it and living it, it's a whole nother thing. And so I feel like sharing that just because I'm a little raw inside. But at the same time, I was communicating things in the heavenly realms. They were conversations within myself that I know were being watched by the cloud. And as we've talked about in scripture, other principalities and beings and stuff like that. And I wasn't, but I was trying to do that it was truly out of myself and so I'm passing that along to say you're gonna go through testings and it's not the Lord going well is he gonna pass or something like that it's for you to know what's inside of you doesn't mean it didn't hurt doesn't mean I wasn't scared and all those things but how did I take all that I've learned and process that into this next season now I'm talking about this was yesterday so Do I know how it's all gonna play out? Not exactly, but I've taken higher and higher responsibility as it's been given to me. And so I really wanted to just get in front of the camera to share those things because I believe in this moment there's a frequency that I'm carrying that is tangible and going to bless you now and in the future. Three different little notes that to share before we get into the, the meat of the topic number one for those of you you probably have some prophetic words that have been given to you maybe by people who are prophetic or maybe they weren't but you realize that was prophetic and hopefully you're writing those down and saving those and what I wanted to share in this nugget is when you go back to those you need to go back to them every once in a while and relook at those and retrace those and see how they affected your thinking over time and as you mature you're able to go back and see those at different levels and i'm going to tell you as a person who has made a ton of (laughs) prophetic mistakes i used to just be gung-ho on those what i realized was your first thoughts about those are 99% wrong. And a lot of those things, because we're primarily a spirit being, are really in the spiritual realm. So if you have some patience and say, the worst time to get a prophetic word is when you're anxious and you're wanting something, you might actually receive some cool prophetic words in those moments and then you're gonna act on those. And those might not be the best time to act on those. Remember, patience and long-suffering, keys to the other, fruit of the Spirit. And so it's coming back and reframing those prophetic words. And just know that as you do that, more will come to articulate those because you're still valuing those, but you're reframing those. Nugget number two, heaven you're actually when you're operating in the heavenly realms you're actually rediscovering places you've already been reframe for just a second on this if you believe some of these places that you're discovering for the first time versus i'm stepping back into those and awakening to where i've already been There's an ease of doing that versus I've never been here before. And here's how you evaluate that. How do you talk about heaven? Do you talk about it up there, out there or something? But there are times you just need to start speaking it out, declaring it. Even if your soul doesn't get it, you came from there. It should be a natural part of talking about it so if you haven't uh, in your soul figured that out, just begin talking about it begin speaking and reframing things on how that worked so ultimately no one I don't take this too far but no one but you, but you can make this happen. you're the one that gets to change your framework. I was just reading a coaching book recently and they said the coach can help about 10%, but it's really the internal dialogue that's 90%. So me, uh, whatever else you're reading and doing, which you probably are doing, uh, that's 10%. How far are you gonna get on 10%? (laughs) Well, not very far. (laughs) You're the 90% and all I'm trying to say is, heaven is your home, so begin speaking like it is. Like, I, I've been doing this so many years that I just, like, oh, I don't need to work at getting there. It just, it's an is. Like, right in that moment that I spoke that, like, my spiritual eyes just boop. And there's beings on the other side of this camera. I, I, I don't know what they're doing there. I, I'm just, like, oh, they just showed up. I don't need to even... And it's not like I just saw them as a flash. I don't sit there and go, well, well, who are they? Well, what are they? I just, huh, that's normal. So as you begin to change your framework about heavenly realms, okay, there's lots of them, so don't. it's just not earth and heaven, right? We get, We get that. That just begin to listen to your language and reframe it. Third little nugget, and that is, One of the reasons to motivate you, and it motivated me, is there are people around you and following you. You are speaking into generations into the future. You are actually changing the frequency. You're changing their DNA. And I uh, didn't really realize that, and I've had some encounters with family and friends that blew me away that I didn't know for years in fact someone recently went into heaven and they finally got out into the cosmos in the stars and they were ticked they called me and said I can't go anywhere without you and they saw me like I was lounging around in the stars and I was like laughing and I didn't see it exactly how they saw it but it was like oops because everywhere you go in the other realm you leave your DNA you leave your footprint and I was like dying laughing because it was pretty funny how I was um, portrayed to them and I was like yeah that's how I would look if I saw them because I've made some things out there I've done some stuff that's out there and so um, (laughs) be careful what you do but at the same time you are changing history going forward and so, what you can do by that is to look in, in the now and say, All right, and this is using your imagination, go into the future. Look at your great great grandchildren, or if you're not having kids, look at some of your best friends that do have kids and say, You're actually changing them because your friends are being changed by you. So, I have some very close friends, and I believe that by my association with my best friends and loving them and loving their kids because we're one, right? But there's some uniqueness that I am actually changing them for generations. And I've actually seen it in the natural now, but I haven't obviously seen generations of it yet. So what you can do, go into the future and say, if they were to look back, so I know a little bit about my great-great-grandparents, So if you're able to go, I'm here. I look back and say, wow, thank you for what you did. I know a few things. What would I, in this moment, would have liked them to do for me four generations later? Then I can turn and say, wow, I'm going to look at my great-great-grandchildren and say, if they're going to look back at me, what do I want them to know about me? Now we're on to the the big topics. And first we're gonna just talk about Thrones. I'm gonna just talk about my experience and I I just want you to know, again I'll state this, I have learned quite a bit from different people but just bits and pieces. And what I'm telling you about my experience is this is how me, Kim, experienced these things you're not gonna experience it the same way it's gonna look different and one of the things that you're gonna go is oh I was already doing that you just framed it differently we use these English words and people think they're not doing anything and when actuality they are it's just a different language and word to mean something alright so thrones I didn't get to my throne for quite a while because I was like "Uh, I'm still like changing my diapers around here so finally i'd heard about it and all these kind of things and i'd heard there's a dragon on your throne and you know there's uh then there's a angel and and all this kind of stuff and i was like frick i don't want to i don't want a dragon on my throne so i was a little nervous you know because i'm like i I don't know how to take on a dragon Uh, but here's my experience and this made more sense to me and i'm not saying again some of these things we actually frame in heaven So, a little nugget for you. What somebody said, and it made sense to me, is somebody is sitting there waiting. They're standing in queue, taking care of things, until I'm mature enough to sit in my own throne. That made sense to me. So finally, and this is a few years ago, so I'm not going to get this all right, but I realized, like, wow, I need to honor this angel. And what's the angel? And I'm using angel as a general reference point. What's its name? What has it been doing? How does it work? And the most important person this thing said is, let them teach you how to sit on your own throne and adjudicate from it. I'm like, well, that's smart. So... I visualized, so I have some spiritual places. I'm an outdoors person, so I love mountains. So mine actually is a mountain. and I didn't realize this till later. It's like, why do I love this mountain so much? Why do I just, oh, sit in awe of it? Well, it's because it's my throne. Did I make the throne or was it there? I don't know, but that's what it looks like. So when I go and sit on my throne, I am actually sitting on this mountain. So I just, I can see myself right now. I am sitting on my throne. Do I go to my, for me personally, I might go there a couple times a week. Next month, I might go there twice a month. Kind of just just depends on what I feel. When I go into the spirit realm, I don't have a big agenda. Now that I have some authority, there are some times when I do. But I tell you what, for years, I never went in with an agenda. It was just like, Lord, teach me. I'm here. What do I need to do? So... But again, I, d- I didn't have a lot of teachers or anybody that would kind of pointed me that way. Well, now I can do that some. So as I sit on my throne, what do I do? Well, I speak into creation around me to create things. So when I'm passionate, I've worked through something, I feel good about it, then I say, ah, I breathe it into existence. Sometimes in my throne, uh, I have quite a few angels that are under assignment uh, because remember, the, the more responsible you are, the more uh, you adjudicate to a larger area. So there's times when I have a lot of angels there. The first time that happened, I was like, oh my gosh, what am I doing here? And I was like, Kim, wake up, you're the king. So I spoke out those things. And I didn't need to go to every angel and say, okay, now you do this, you do this. I say, here's what you guys are called to do, and I am speaking this out. And sometimes it's as simple as here's my day. I want to, my intention is, I want to love someone today. Give out what you have put in me in this moment. I want to have an encounter. I want to be surprised by you. Today, I just want to be surprised. I mean, it can be that simple and there's other times when you go to court you might get some paperwork back that you're as you deal outside of yourself at a point then you can adjudicate um speak out paperwork now i've never seen like all the writing on it some people have i'm just saying like i know what the intent is and as a king i can send out the intent because i have angels that are really good at a lot of different things and so I just trust them to do those things and then they'll get back with me so in my work maybe something changes I might go back and say hey we've had a change this is what's happening and this is what I'd like to see but remember it's always in a frequency of love never never cursing and I can't emphasize this enough don't start on your throne, because this is where you can actually get into witchcraft. That's why this, that stuff's real. So we're getting into some more powerful things here. You start doing things from your throne with a negative intent to bring about what you believe God's will is. You will be involved in witchcraft. That's the way it works. That's why we come to peace and rest. And I receive his heart. That's why I didn't go to my throne for years because I knew how powerful it was. I had a sense of that. And even now, that's why I don't go there all the time. I wanna make sure what I'm doing is right. The last one on this session is on trading. I've mentioned trading a few different uh, times, just little bits and pieces here and there. And it's really a way to frame things so I don't live in the trading, it's, it's something you learn and then it just becomes you. So if you think of trading, everything we do is trading. So like I work, so I give my time and trade and in trade they give me a check that we call money and it actually is a bartering system and I say this uh, $2,000 will buy this and this so then I pay my rent with that I pay for gas with that so I'm saying then I go to the store and I say I'm exchanging really my time because that's what I gave the school in for food So then I take that food and now it's mine. I've traded with it. The same thing happens a lot of times in relationships. Huge. What am I trying to get out of this relationship? In fact, Kirby Delanero mentioned this recently, loved it. Thank you for saying that. And that is, go back to all your relationships, which I've done and said, what am I trading for? What am I looking for in this relationship? Am I in this relationship? And I'm not talking, um, you know, dating, marriage. I'm just talking every relationship. Am I trying to get some, is there a motive underneath it? Like with my boss, am I trying to like make myself look better? Or am I truly sitting and being present with them and saying, I just want to love you. And over time that just kind of comes out. So I was recently in another town doing something fun and I got to know some of the workers there because I'm not just there to go have fun. I'm actually there and loving on the people that work there. And what's funny is they know my name and when they see me, they yell out my name. And one of the guys that's, that's kind of the more cool guy, I went up to the end as I was leaving and I just said, hey, are you feeling okay? And he's like, what are you talking about? And I said, I overheard you know, somebody saying, are you feeling better? And he said, oh, no, it wasn't in health. It was just, you know, I wasn't happy. And I said to him, I said, oh, I was just checking on you because I actually cared and wanted to know that you're feeling okay. And it was this, like, 22-year-old jock. And, and he just looked at me, and, and I could tell, like, something shifted in him. It was like, wow, thank you. Like, he sensed that I actually cared for him. And so... Um, the trading piece then allows you to see, to meditate how you're dealing with people and how you're dealing with everything. The same is true uh, in the heavenly realms. So let's say uh, I do something and somebody, uh, I give a prophetic word and they say, wow, that's amazing. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And Ian Clayton taught me this one. He says, at night, I, and I say thank you, and I don't say like stupid things like, oh, it's only Jesus. That's, that's Jesus is a lot better. Trust me. Okay. No, it was me. Like I've grown into that. I've worked hard to be good at the prophetic when I'm supposed to. So I say thank you. Like that's awesome. I'm glad you recognize that. I'm glad that ministered to you. True. Walked away. Now at night. Ian says he takes it on the sea of glass and takes flowers and throws it out there. And I just practice that. I just like, Lord, I wanna give back to you. Yeah, I worked at it, but it's all from you. So I wanna give back to you in the private, back to you. So I give back to you onto the sea of glass. And this is how I use the sea of glass. I know other friends of mine have a little bit different experiences. But I look at it, the sea of glass, like trading. And so I throw it out and say, I am giving you these compliments. I am giving you whatever it is and what I want back from you. Trading, I want intimacy. And almost every time I say, what does my heart truly want? I want intimacy. That's what I want to be trading for in heaven. And as you mature and grow, remember I talked about you have a temple, you have a st- treasury and all those kind of things in your temple. And But I've actually like paid for things in the spirit from my treasury. How does that work? I don't know. It just my spirit told me to do that. Because I'm just not into collecting things and hoarding them till I get to heaven. It's like, no, I know how this works. Multiplication. Give and it will be given to you. A good measure, press down, all that kind of good stuff. Okay? So... Take everything you're doing, take a pad and pencil, whatever, and just write down everything you do during the day, and then start asking yourself, how does this work as a trade? I'm sitting there like I enjoy sometimes just sitting and watching a movie at night. But I want to be intentional. Am I just like, "Uh," or am I saying, no, I'm I'm choosing to relax. I'm choosing to step into another story and be okay with that. But it's being conscious of what you're actually trading into. So the other part is, and uh, some of you uh, have been in church and stuff like that. So they talk about tithes and all that kind of stuff. Let Let me just say, <laughs> you need to get rid of all that thinking and come back and ask the Lord what to do. So... I actually quit supporting missionaries uh, quit giving to the church that I was going to at the time and all those type of things and I'm not saying to do that so before you start throwing stones at me just say I, I want to fast from something to find out what I'm supposed to because my time is a trade some of the people I've actually allowed to fall out of my life because I'm like I shouldn't be trading into them in this moment. Now, yes, I'm supporting people, and yes, I give money to people. But you know what I'm doing? I'm actually intentionally trading into them. I'm actually supporting one person right now. And we sat down and talked, and I said, I am supporting you. I am trading into you because I believe in you, and I expect return. Okay, go back in the Bible. Very Jewish. It's about trading and money. And so I expect results from this person, so I actually meet with them because I just don't give stuff away, like, "Eh, flip it in here, flip it in there. It's like, no, I expect something in return. I'm very intentional, and I hold that person accountable because I love them. And you know what? They know that. They know that, man, if I'm in the spirit and I'm just, like, meditating and I see something about them, they know, man, Kim is going to call me. Kim is going to let me know because he loves me, and he wants the best for me, and he expects results from me. That is good trading. That's probably enough for the moment. So, again, we're at number nine, and I just sense... I just want to release a blessing over you. (laughs) I'm just gonna sit here for a sec because I don't know what it is. I just sense something welling up in me to release to you. May the eyes of your heart be enlightened to know the depth the height and the breadth of all of not just the Lord's but the cloud relatives who've gone before you Bible characters who want to interact with you I just speak the eyes of your heart To receive that. (laughs) Starting to feel that. Love it. Be blessed, my friends.